I have my notes. I have my notes. I have nothing to fear. I have four point notes. <laughs> and then we'll see. Welcome to the Keto Life chat of the 2nd of May 2021 with Ginger and lovely wife Raven. And we will share with you in the next hour our experience, our research, whether it's for keto, nutrition, thyroid, and sex hormones. Uh, recently we've got quite good at that because we had to solve guess what our own problems best way to learn um, couple of communications beforehand first things first let me let me do this I've learned to do this so ta-da this, this is the jar that you just saw appearing and there's everything falling into it and it's tips basically that you can say no I hate when it falls out uh, it's tips that you can basically send us so if we do something useful to you maybe we answer your question well or anything if anything we do is useful to you you can send us a tip and see something fall and see me and Flamingo John dancing to it because we get excited it's 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 like that when we pay bills we get excited <laughs> and um, basically you can use the dollar sign on the chat to send us a tip that way but it's not just that. Maybe you don't want to do that. Or maybe you do realize that YouTube takes a big cut of that and you would like for every penny to get to us. PayPal is the way to do that. You find the link to that in the video description. It's paypal.me slash LA Robin with an X, uh, which actually we need to change, but salavi. Uh, oh, and an entirely new PayPal. Gosh. Well, for the time it's that, it still gets to us and it's uh, uh, fee free. like. PayPal doesn't take a fee, thank you. Uh, the alternative, uh, if you want to constantly support us, which, thank you, uh, you can join Patreon. Patreon has two tiers, the $5 a month tier, where you get access to our Facebook group and to, to, to the Facebook group just for patrons. Uh, you can contact us at any time and then you have an extra hour of these lives, an hour beforehand every couple of weeks. And uh, on the $10 Patreon, which is the second tier, you get access to all the recipes we ever made in written down form that you can even print out. And also to the written down version of uh, talkies when we actually add scripts, uh, so with research, uh, with sources and everything. The proper talkies, but all written down. You get all of that, the four years of archive of that, on the $10 Patreon. If you like your support to be constant, you don't have to. We're all in high times, like we've just may, maybe just about to get out of COVID. So completely fine if you can't, that's why we do these things for free. And then if you want to tip us, we will not say no, basically. <laughs> um, another way that you can help us, accidentally, um, it's uh, by buying on Amazon and uh, to MediCheck's now through our links. Cost you not a penny more if you were to buy it anyway, but supports us because it's a referral link so they may pay as a commission. And actually in this video I put links especially at the top uh, of two books uh, and MediCheck's. MediCheck's is basically a place in the UK where you can do private blood works, which I'm actually gonna do on the 5th of May because I need to see an update of my sex hormones. So on the 5th of May, uh, because it's going to be my 21st day of my cycle, I will do this test, which is the HRT test on MediCheck. So it's around uh, 80 quid. Uh, they send you a kit at home. You pinch your finger like you would to take uh, uh, your blood on a blood meter for ketone and glucose. Um, you, you, you pinch your finger, put the blood there in the vial that they send you, 
and then within five days they send you the results. And I'm gonna need that to see what my estradiol and progesterone levels are, to calculate the uh, progesterone to estradiol ratio, see if I'm still as estrogen dominant as I was two months ago, if things are getting better, so what I'm doing works, that kind of thing. We'll film a video when we do that, so you can see how it works and what kind of results they send you and how to read them. Uh, but yeah, if you buy Medichex through our link, which is bit.ly ly slash ginger Medichex, I wanna say, like stupid simple, uh, it costs nothing more to you and you're helping us as well, so thank you. Uh, and there are two books uh, that I linked because in the last, well, four months now, I've read almost everything that there is about uh, uh, female sex hormones and uh, uh, thyroid, because turns out that I have those problems. Uh, these are basically the two best books if you need to learn about uh, either hypothyroidism or um, estrogen dominance. Uh, the estrogen dominance one is the Dr. Lee book, uh, What Your Doctor May Not Tell You About Premenopause. I like that because it has all the information practically. Well, it explains everything in, mole in molecular levels, what happens, how it happens, how to, what kind of supplements help. But then on the practical level it goes, if you can get your hands on progesterone cream, this is how to use it, which is the most useful thing uh, that you actually need out of all the books. I have others that are really beautiful and interesting and help me picture uh, mm, the big picture of the situation, but those are the most practical one if you want that. And the other one is Brother Barnes, which is basically the pioneer of uh, learning about hypothyroidism. Um, and yeah, because he has the specific instructions uh, on uh, how to take your basal temperature, how to take your pulse, uh, um, the kind of diets that he put his patients on with hypothyroidism to make them lose weight, which guess what? We're based on the Kekwiken Pa 156, the study that we always use when we do Christravaganza stuff like that. Uh, and he actually put his patients on diets that were basically the Queen Sarayanza, uh, which probably we're gonna do a video about uh, in due time when I can dedicate a week to do a test of uh, Brother Barnes' diet, basically. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, in case you want something for thyroid, something for sex hormones, those are the two best books out of all the ones that I've read so far. So they are linked in the video description as well. Other things that I wanted to say, we both had our first shot of uh, COVID vaccines, so we're halfway there to normality. I want to believe, yay. Um, lovely wife Raven had the AstraZeneca, I think she had the symptoms for like a day, 24 hours, no more than that. I had the Pfizer, the uh, mRNA one, uh, waiting for my chip to start uh, sending messages to Bill Gates any day now, but unfortunately hasn't connected yet. Um, I had symptoms for a bit longer, like three days, I developed a fever, uh, but it was still nothing compared to when we actually had COVID and long COVID, so it actually bothered me to realize that so many people were lamenting the side effects as if it was that they got uh, a serious illness, and I was like, oh, you really don't want to get COVID then. So d you did well in getting the, the, the vaccines. So we'll keep you updated on that as well. But so far, yeah, the um, AstraZeneca, one day of, uh, of side effects uh, and that's over. The Pfizer on me was like three days of side effects and uh, the site of injection like hurt for five days. Now I'm completely fine. And I want to believe that maybe it will cure our long COVID as well, because a lot of people say that could happen. Give me a second, let me blow my nose. Let me try not to blow my nose in your ear, especially for the people that will listen to this in the podcast.
<clears throat> right, we were saying. Those were the public story communication, I think. And that being said, I'm gonna go into the chat. So if you have any question about health or about nutrition, or try and ask me about thyroid and try and ask us about sex hormones. We'll, we'll, we'll see what, what we can find and if we can help. Uh, this is the time to leave them in the chat because we'll go on the chat and answer the things as they have come along. Carrie Louise, lovely to see you. Any advice for mitigating kidney discomfort on keto? You shouldn't have kidney discomfort on keto. If you do, you should see your doctor. Um, don't necessarily force yourself to drink a lot, like three liters of water. If it comes natural, by all means, uh, but do not necessarily set a target uh, just because you think that a high amount of water is, is, is better. But then again, if you have actual discomfort for kidneys, that's, that's, that's not something to ask me, that's something to go to your doctor with. Hello Joe! Joe is our amazing moderators, both here and on the Facebook group. You're so much luckier to have them than to have me, uh, because they know everything scientifically so much better than I do. Simona has some good news! Please do share the good news! We live for good news! Don hi! Thank you for having migrated to the Patreon only live to hear Don. Thank you, you're so loyal! Thank you! Elliot, the Kito Kitchen! It doesn't matter what you're doing, click on Elliot's name because he has, uh, I think, uh, the only other Keto channel in the UK that I actually watch that is not us. Not that there are that many in the UK, I think, in fairness, worldwide though, Elliot might be the only uh, one of three other channels that I watch of Keto, so that should tell you enough. And he's the only one who does science videos the way that we do. Research, he has all the sources, he knows what he's talking about, he makes references and he makes nice pictures come up. So that's the way to learn. So go check out Elliot and subscribe if you haven't yet. Oh, Joe! Two and a half weeks until your second shot! That's amazing! We'll see if I'm gonna have a third, because my first was AstraZeneca and it's discouraged now for uh, uh, a signed female bird under 65. Yeah! <sighs> yeah. I know that here actually it's under 30. Um, yeah, no, I get that. Here they stuck with if you didn't have a cloth on your first job. <laughs> it's true, it's sad, but it's true. No, oh, Elliot, I'm not sweet. I'm actually pretty much a bitch these days. Uh, I'm just very honest. That comes with being a bitch. <laughs> oh, Simone, I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes at the age of 25, and now six years later, by HbA1c, is 39 after six months of keto and intermittent fasting. That is amazing! Like, that is the one good, the best probably thing of, of keto that I've ever experienced. Like, I, I was in a similar position. I started keto at 30, uh, because I was pre-diabetic and I was gonna get onto official type 2 diagnosis uh, um, within six months according to my GP. Uh, and keto at the very least can, re can reverse that and the moment that your HbA1c uh, is, uh, is down, that's officially how you are diagnosed with diabetes. So you have actually uh, reversed it. <gasps> There's Ruth! 
put our other moderator Ruth, uh, who still has the patience, actually, I forgot, if, if you want to be taken off as a moderator here as well, do, do let me know. I, I, I just left you because I like you and I trust you. <laughs> and I envy you, because I wish I were in Northern Ireland. In any island. In just one of the islands. <laughs> Ireland is amazing. Um... Are there any communication? Are there any questions? No, no, guys, you need to ask me, ask me questions. I finished the communications. I've told you about PayPal and, and, and the Flamingo tip and uh, the Patreon. I've told you about uh, having the jab. I've told you about the links. I've told you about Medichex. Oh, I haven't told you that we filmed a new video. Nothing exceptional. It's just a haul. Uh, but it should be out on Friday. So maybe there's that to look forward to. Um, then we're gonna film the medi-checks video when I do the medi-checks on Wednesday, so uh, we're gonna do that as well. Uh, ta -ta -ta. Uh, we are preparing very, very focused, uh, not one, but two! Not, not even just one, but two videos for the new channel. So uh, that is getting more and more imminent uh, as time goes by um, and I think in a way it's uh, it's easy when you're passionate about something not that I am not passionate about keto I still eat keto after eight years so uh, my life has been dedicated to this um, however beside uh, the questionable community uh, that loves to go to alternative medicine now and so we've been filled in the last year with anti-vaxxers, uh, 5G stuff, uh, I, I don't even know where they, where they start to make up this stuff. So that is one of the things that put me off keto, admittedly, or at least being a face of keto in the community, because I don't want to deal with that kind of people. If, if you think that they put um, aborted babies or uh, a microchip in the, in the vaccine, I don't know how to talk to you. So it's fine, like, go your own way. Um, but one was that, and the other part uh, was uh, I feel like most of what I've learned about keto is already out there, like I've already made a video about it. When I discover something new, I'm more than happy to then do something about it. Like when we did the video about the fat and egg fast and actually how we do it, uh, which is the latest one we did on the channel like two weeks ago, that is something that is new or nobody has done explained like that. So I'm happy to do that. Uh, but I don't necessarily learn uh, something new every week to make a new video or two new videos every week. So in that in that sense, I might have got to a level of stagnation, I guess. And I still eat keto. It's not something that I can stop because, uh, as Simona will know, it's a way of life. It's, if I stop eating keto, my pre-diabetes condition comes back. So we don't do that. But um, there's only so much. To share on top of it, the moment that I identify stuff, uh, like one of the things, the, the things that I'm being unsecured, that I would like to do but I'm not quite sure about at the moment, is that uh, because of the research that I've done in the last four months, uh, I feel like I now know stuff uh, about uh, um, sex hormones, thyroid, lipedema, that I would like to share. And I am questioning and wondering, is Kit in the UK the best place to do that? Because it's still medical stuff, uh, it's still sciencey stuff, uh, but it's not necessarily keto per se. Then actually for all these conditions, whether it's thyroid, whether it's sex hormones unbalance, whether it's lipedema, keto helps the best uh, than other uh, ways of eating. 
but you know, who am I to... to... We'll, we'll see. Anyway, for the time, there's gonna be a haul that comes next Friday, and it's gonna be a haul from scratch. So you go home, it's your first shopping, and you don't know what to order to make, to put meals together, uh, because we have been uh, away for a couple of days for work at the beginning of the week. We came back, and the fridge and the pantry were empty. And so I was like, we need, we, we need a shopping from scratch. I should have done it actually when we were away. Hey, what you gonna do? Uh, so because of that, we filmed it today, uh, we have replenished our pantry and, and I'll show you with how and what and how to put them together. But yeah, that's coming. Um, let me check the chat. Okay, sorry, Ruth, I, I'm, I'm removing you now. There we go. You're 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 just you're 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 blending around, but you're still so important to me. Know that. Hank <laughs> Oyun started keto from June last year. I hope I said it right. Sorry, I've lost 17 kilos so far, but I've been stuck since January this year. I would like to lose about 15 kilos. Any advice, please? Uh, don't uh, don't accept to take it slow. In my experience, like. When you lose a significant amount of weight, usually more than 5 kilos, your body needs to stop for a second, recompose, and that starts losing again. And uh, when you push through with lowering the calories, that tends to be a recipe for disaster, because there's only so much that you can go lower in calories, uh, and the lower you go, the less sustainable it is. Uh, hunger, atavic hunger will win, and at that point your metabolic rate will have lowered enough that eating uh, less than what you would anyway would make you put on more weight. So it's alright to give yourself time, especially after 17 kilos in a year, June last year, so it's less than a year and 17 kilos, that's good. Yeah? <coughs> there you go, my love. So that's my, my best sensible advice. Uh, because I've been there and I wouldn't have cared about this advice unless it was something that tomorrow when we see one kilo less on the scale, uh, a fat fast always works. Elliot, we tried your deep keto drink, <laughs> 200 milliliters cream one. Yeah, it's Ravens. It's, it's, it's. Nobody else had problems, uh, but about two hours later I had the worst stomach crumbling hunger I've ever had. So hungry was in actual pain. Any ideas why? No, I have no idea. Well, I, I technically can't eat for the rest of the day when I have that. Yeah. Huh. Did you by any chance measure blood glucose and ketones to understand if there was something from that to read about your hunger? That's really bizarre. Hungry after fat? I don't know. I No, I, I, can't, uh, I can't imagine. Now the thing with me when I have high fat in liquid form is that I, I am satiated for a very long while but the, I don't know if it's called hunger, but that crave for something that you chew stays on with me throughout the day and it gets harder the longer the day has gone by. So I can easily, when I was doing the creams for my hands and I was like having 3000 calories, so impossible to actually be hungry, uh, by the evening I would be craving desperately something to have my teeth into. Ah! Uh, 
so I don't know. But the fact that you actually had a stomachache from hunger, that's, that's actual hunger, that's not... Uh, I guess when I tried, when in a way we try to trick our brains into... You have the fuel, all the fuel you need, it's in the form of fat, so technically it's the preferred because it's the one that you store, burn these. And I guess when we trick it in that sense where there are all the calories, but you're not actually chewing, and chewing matters. Like, chewing is how we have the first response of insulin, the ones that have uh, uh, cephalic insulin response. Is that? Uh, I haven't said it in such a long time, strangely enough. Uh, yeah, those that have cephalic insulin response don't have it for taste. So, by the way, if anybody has heard that thing that, oh, you can't have sweeteners or you can't have stuff because as, as soon as you taste the flavor, you're gonna release insulin. That's incorrect. Uh, the actual studies that have been made on this uh, um, on this issue have not. They were starting off with the assumption that it was flavor. They then realized it was actually chewing. When you chew, and evidently there's a uh, amylase and uh, amylase amongst other enzymes in your saliva. Uh, that is what in those that have cephalic insulin response, which is like five percent of the population. Uh, in those, uh, it's not the flavor, so like if you drink uh, or if you vape, uh, like Elliot knows, um, you, that it doesn't break your fast, that doesn't make you release insulin, but if you chew, so ironically you are chewing gum, that could break a fast if you are a cephalic insulin responder, because the act of chewing is what starts that insulin response in those that have it, which is like 5% of the population. Number of blood readings are around 115 in the morning, two hours later, 100, what do you think? I think that I don't know those values and I need to translate them. I think it's 5.5 and 5 in millimoles, but I need to check, which is good, which is absolutely good. Like, I, I get those values. Uh, Raven gets those values. Raven usually gets in the fours and the level of efficiency is unbearable. Actually, that's something that we shouldn't measure because your blood sugar should go slightly higher now. Um... So, a hundred mg dl to mmol. Yeah, table good. Nine, yeah, a hundred is uh, 5.5. Oh, okay, sorry. So it's uh, 115, should be 6.2 ish, 6.3, I imagine. So, so if I remember correctly, from the optimal tables of what is given here by Diabetes uh, the UK, which is the good charity, not Diabetes UK, <laughs> it's the good charity that admits uh, no, any car becomes glucose, so no good. Uh, the ideal is to wake up uh, fasted with a blood glucose under 5.5, which is 100. So that you are 115 and then go down to 100, it's fine. I think ideally in time you would move it even slightly lower so that you wake up at 100 and then go to 90. Uh, but it sounds good considering that you were diagnosed type 2. It sounds very good. It sounds normal. Sometimes I wake up with those values again. After... Uh, in March, because we're May now, in March I cheated after uh, almost a year and a half without carbs, and I had KFC. Yes, I like white chicken. Uh, I had KFC and uh, my blood sugar went up to the sixes and didn't come down for two weeks. 
such must have been the amount, I didn't even eat that much, but such must have been the amount of glycogen that I saved. So I was waking up with 6.8, uh, uh, which I think it should be like 130, something like that. Uh, let me check more. 15 more rolls, yes, please. Give me more conversions. So... Ba -ba 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 -ba. Yeah, I was waking up at like 6.8, uh, almost 7, which was 125, something like that. Uh, and it took me 2-3 weeks to go down to the normal again. Uh, and my normal, again, I aim to be less than 5.5 faster and then stay in the, staying in the fours would be ideal. It's not only healthy, it's optimal. Uh, so yeah, you being uh, uh, type 2, having a level that technically someone normal can easily have up to 7, that's good stuff. Keradior. Um, when doing niacin flush, can I do it once it burns out my sugar or do I need more than once? If you ask me, you shouldn't do it once. Like, I know that is a video that I have out. When I discovered it, I felt like it was an information that people clearly needed to know because nobody in the keto community knew that. Uh, but it's not something that I stand to, that I stand by anymore uh, because uh, people can be very responsible about it. And you can get in ketosis in much easier way without the issue of the flash. Some people passed out from the flash and I don't want that on me. So I, I do not have support or give support for the niacin flash. You don't need to do the niacin flash, do a super ultra fatty coffee and that's gonna be good enough. I think the deep keto drink feel that uh, Elliot refers to is the super ultra fatty coffee that Raven does uh, in the video. Actually we republished the videos uh, recently so it must be the second, third video going back in the video published, which is how to get into ketosis fast. And instead of being niacin, is the super ultra fatty coffee, which is like 200 milliliters of cream. Uh, sometimes it has cocoa butter even, which are fats uh, that basically force your body to burn its own fat. And that's why it brings you back into ketosis. Mrs. B, I had the Pfizer, headache first, uh, um, and oh, headache first one, a little achy the second one, honestly nothing to worry about. Oh, I wish that was me. No, I had a little bit more. I didn't have headaches in fairness. Uh, huh? I did. Uh, okay, so AstraZeneca, Raven had headaches, but also you were unwell for like 24 hours, no more than that. Like you, you had issues at the injection site for a couple of days, but you weren't actually unwell. I was unwell two days and a half, uh, but I slept it off. Like, it was really easy to sleep off. It was like having one of those colds that you have and then you just spend the entire day in bed in the coziness. So I, I, I went that way. My blood were 1.8 ketones, 4.3 glucose. I have no idea why I was so hungry. Weird! Good glucose, not too low to actually justify being hungry. 1.8 works well. I, I just don't know. True, you have that weird... Uh, uh, Elliot mentions, I have that weird response to foods where my blood goes down slightly after I eat most of the time, unless it's high carb rather than up. I'm not going to question it when I'm healthy. No, exactly. It's, it's basically a very, very soft uh, uh, reactive hypoglycemia. And I say very soft because it actually doesn't go low enough to give you hypo. But I wonder 
if uh, the starting level, like, I don't know, if you started, say, from 5.8 and then you drop down to 4.3, it's not that 4.3 is low enough to make you hungry, it's that the drop might have felt that. Usually, if I get that kind of, like, uncontrollable, painful hunger, it's because I'm low on protein. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you're getting, like, the keto energy, but you're having to, you know, the blood sugar is not low, you'd still be probably doing a protein wasting oh. to get that, to maintain that glucose. And when you start protein wasting, your body goes, ah, well, we don't I've have enough. Chibo, fame, far hunger! That could be a thing. How long did you not have protein for? Like, that was a coffee. Did you have protein before? Did you not have a protein before? Were you fasting through that? That could have been. <laughs> I love, I love it, Phil. That's a very good attitude. Oh, thank you. I just called that coffee. That's exactly what we should, I agree. Coffee should be that. Coffee and 200 milliliters of cream. That's coffee. That's right. <laughs> the last uh, couple of times that we went away, um, Actually, in the last month, we went away twice because, again, we were working on um, projects for uni that the Raven is doing because the uni year is coming to an end. Uh, and both times, uh, my priority... I, I know, like, fair enough, uh, hotels weren't open, but even if when, when they are, I actually w prefer to go into apartments because then we have the kitchen and maybe a fridge, maybe even a microwave, and that means that I can feed myself. Uh, and the first priority that I have uh, uh, when we get to an apartment anywhere we are is go to the closest shop and get uh, a huge pot of cream to make sure that I'm sorted. Whatever happens, I'm sorted. Um, then when they sell actually this, the, the bacon, the ready bacon that you can eat, mm, that takes care of the protein, Elliot. <laughs> Fasting until I had it. So it might be that rightfully you were hungry because uh, you needed protein at that point. Uh, and you and you do need more protein, like you're naturally. I see you in videos. You're naturally more muscular. That very good frame, by the way. Neither of us. <laughs> no, no, I. Yeah, no, very good frame. I'm not saying this with an interest. I'm just saying very good frame. Well done. Where have I seen? Why do I know that I've seen topless uh, pictures, like after you were doing exercise or something? I, I feel like I shouldn't know that! <laughs> on the, uh, the Zoom quiz. Really? Yeah. I didn't remember. But yeah, great physique. Uh, mod have you ever looked... Like, I'm, not, I'm not one to say, I don't want to be your agent or anything. But let's just say that with a body like that in my hands, uh, I, I would consider modeling. I'm just saying. I'll leave it at that. Uh, right, ooh, so time flies when you're having fun. We are getting into the last 20 minutes of this chat. So any last minute question, well, preparing the last minute questions, um, start, start bringing them. Uh, Simona, no worries. Like it's actually more normal to have it in uh, milligrams per deciliter. The glucose, I think, uh, just the UK. I think America, Italy for sure, uh, continental Europe have it in milligram as well. I don't know why we do it in millimoles. Because we don't. We are metric. Uh, but still millimoles. It's, it's, a, it's a general... Millimoles are, millimoles are like the one superior unit that I will uh, fight for. 
Because it's just a... Superior. Because it's a number of atoms. Yeah, it's the weight of the atoms, <laughs> isn't it? The more, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I know that it's us being weird. The only convenient thing is that ketones everywhere are also measured in millimoles. So it's, it's convenient to have it in... Like, it happens that it's lucky for us to have it in the same uh, um, unit, uh, but everywhere else it's actually milligram per deciliter. And if any, like that's the fun thing. The first time that I ever measured my blood was in my mother's machine, which is in Italy, which would measure in milligram per deciliter as well. It's just that on uh, uh, on the UK I got used to millimoles and I started to give it meaning in millimoles, so I don't understand it unless it's in millimoles. I know, right, Elliot? I, I don't quite remember, but I I know what you look half-naked. I don't know how else I would know it. <laughs> too much. Too much information. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but good, good stuff. Again, good stuff. Keep on doing what you're doing. Oh my god, Simona, thank you! John, dance! We could I genuinely tried in my head. I am like a, a semi stripper that just got an actual tip in her in her thong when these things happen, and I'm really grateful for that. <laughs> then the jar lets it see like its coins, and then you would wonder where would the coins go, and then we stop it at that. <laughs> but thank you, thank you so much, Simona. It's really really appreciated. Um, uh, okay, so maybe it was on, on, your, on your personal Instagram, so maybe I've seen it there. I'm always topless. And I mean, with a physique like that, if I had a physique like that, I would always be topless as well. Like, I don't, yeah, like... Basically, it's what, it's what I'm working towards. Give me time. <laughs> Give me time to be decent, uh, uh, undressed enough, and I'll be as little dressed as possible. I have no shame. Why? Like, I don't understand why culture put a shame on you. When you have a good body in its own, what's the point in covering it up? It's a gift. Simona, you, you're so welcome. I did nothing. Like, you you, you did it all. Like, you, you did it and, and then you, you had your blood works uh, and now you're healthy and you put yourself in remission. It's all you. I'm, I'm happy to celebrate with you, but it's all you. <laughs> Uh, what else? Uh, did I really cover everything? I didn't think about uh... oh, so, so, so. Yeah, I've done the whole video, you're gonna see it next week. I'll do the Medichex video and you'll see it probably in a couple of weeks as soon as I get the results back. Um, pa -pa -pa. You can buy Medichex via our link and you're supporting us, you're helping us because no extra cost to you, but they pay as a referral commission, so you would pay the same, uh, but if you do it with our link, Medichex tells us thank you for having sent these people to us, so you pay the same and we get a referral commission, so why wouldn't you? Thank you. <laughs> oh yeah, you know what? Nobody's asking me questions. Ask me questions, by all means. I always like it because I feel useful. But until someone asks me the last question, I can update you on uh, uh, a tiny bit of what we're doing for the new channel. We, as I was mentioning before, we have two videos almost uh, ready, 
we started off with one thinking that the first video would have been about medical misogyny, which is probably still me, and it's gonna be, I feel, like a good way to bridge things between Keto in the UK and the new channel. And uh, it's gonna be a, more of a video essay, we've done the good historical research on it now, uh, we're just gonna have to put it together into a script and then decide how to film it. But there's such good information and there's a lot of stuff that I came across while I was uh, researching sex hormones and it was and thyroid as well and it was very problematic to see how um, women are dismissed uh, with the fact that most uh, illnesses are in our head so um, there is a lot of medical misogyny and that was gonna be the first video uh, now, by accident, one of, one of the things that I've been doing in the last few weeks uh, is watch a lot of other video essayists um, to get more into the, into the mindset, but also because some I found and they were really amazing. And accidentally, like we started off thinking about doing a video essay channel because we were watching already people like Philosophy Tube, ContraPoints, uh, um, Mia, Mia Mulder, Tom Nichols, these, these kind of people. And uh, that's the main reason why we thought, oh, we have stuff that we like to research and we like to talk about with our experience, we'd love to do that. And uh, by chance then in the last month, I discovered two new creators that do video essay <coughs> uh, that are also people of color. And I love them both to bits. And uh, um, one is Khadija Mbowe and the other is T Noir. Uh, I found Khadija first. Uh, I love her, like she talks to you when she talks in the camera and she's well researched but she's also very approachable and I love that style. Uh, and then she was shouted out by Tinoir and that's how she grew in less than a year to like 200,000 subscribers, that's amazing. So I went to see Tinoir, I saw her make a video about representation for uh, black fat women in, t in uh, TV and films and how that's always a role of support. Um, and she said how sad she was at the idea of uh, the writer of a character like this being happy about just the fact that this character was visible at all. And that made me realize uh, that where I come from, I never had visibility as a non-white woman who was also fat. Because being not white and being fat on their own are horrible things that you can be in Italy. Like you will be the lowest caste possible and the lower social class possible if you just bear one of those traits and I have both. Uh, so that inspired me to research another video uh, that I'm putting together which is gonna be about uh, I don't quite know how it's gonna be titled but it's gonna be about Italy's misogyny, racism and fatphobia just to make sure. Um, and uh, the, the more I looked into it and the more I remembered being there the more problematic I realized it was, and how normal I thought it was, and how normal it was for me to I didn't take it badly when I came to the UK, and then after the European referendum, I had English people shout at me that uh, it doesn't matter if I ever get British citizenship, I will never be British. And I always accepted that. When the referendum happened, and I couldn't vote because I was just European at the time, I didn't even feel like I was entitled to tell people that I knew that could vote how much it would mean to me if they voted for Remain, because I genuinely felt I'm a guest here. Your, your house, your rules. I can't, I can't tell you what to do. And I felt the same in Italy. In Italy I happened to be born half-Italian, half-Egyptian, uh, and I was never allowed to forget that I was a guest there. 
and those were their rules and if you are non-white well you are on a lower level we can accept for you to be here because you're half italian but you're still lower than us then if you're fat it's another issue on top of it and in italy you could you ha you couldn't be fat under 50. You, we had one fat actress young and she was always relegated in a certain kind of roles that you laugh at uh, or you could be mixed race but in exchange for it you had to be a model uh, and then we had Miss Italia in 96 who was black and people didn't like that like it was she had a mother's body but she was black and they didn't forgive that and uh, at the time the, the thought was always the same like it was like you know what your house your rules i happen to be born here but i'm just half from here and you don't like the fact that i'm half from somewhere else so i need to go somewhere else i've lived my life being a guest and now that i'm getting the grasps of it i'm like i let it go for a tiny bit too long i don't think i'm gonna let it go anymore <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad that we can do this channel so that i can make a, po a point for this as well there you go, some insight that maybe you had no idea about and something that we will discuss on the new channel. Very good point, Care. Will eating too much protein raise your blood glucose reading? Yes. How much is too much varies from person to person. Uh, one of the studies that we base the fact that we technically do lower protein and higher fat is based, one, on me, because uh, being insulin resistant and pre-diabetic before, I have a tendency to turn everything into glucose uh, and because uh, the studies made on uh, how much protein can you have when you do exercise, when you actually are a bodybuilder, before you uh, turn those amino acids into energy because you cannot store them as amino acids so you use the, all the amino acids that you could use for repair, for build up, after doing exercise you've used. Uh, the rest needs to go to energy, so it needs to be converted to glucose. Um, that limit was 0.3 per uh, kilo of lean mass in grams. Uh, and that was done on bodybuilders. Uh, I don't remember on which video, but we link it in one of the videos where we talk about why we do high fat. Um, so that is the extreme case that then I applied, which is basically 0.8 grams per either kilo of lean mass or one times uh, your ideal body weight. Actual ideal, as in middle of BMI, whether you want to get there or not. Uh, extra, for me especially, something like uh, that was a very interesting thing. Uh, Raven never had that problem. Like she could eat a very much lot of protein. Well. If it wasn't coupled with high fat, even she would get the protein converted to glucose and then start either not lose or put on weight. Uh, but she found that doesn't matter the protein that she had, when it was double the fat in grams that she had, she was still fine. I can't do that. If I go over 60 grams of protein, uh, which is, well, my 0 0.8 per, um, ideal weight or one per limb mass is 55, 55 grams, because my limb mass currently is 55 kilos, if I manage to hold it there, sometimes it goes lower. <laughs> so ideally, one time the lean mass, is, is the muscle mass is what you need, in my case, and it's the minimum. Um, Raven can easily have 
twice as much and, and not have an issue if she also has 200 grams of protein on top, uh, fat on, pot, on top, so. Laurie, I would like to make my mama dessert for Mother's Day. She loves butterscotch flavor. Have you any of these recipes? I don't think we've ever done anything butterscotch. But it's still the butterscotch and um, cupcake world flavoring. Oh yeah, it's easy to get flavoring. Uh, Laurie is from uh, the US, so I don't think they necessarily have Cupcake World. But it's easy to get flavoring, like the flavoring is done just with like, propylene glycol, that kind of thing. And you can put that easily in a cake uh, or in the frosting on top of a cake, uh, that could go. Like, if you go along with our pound cake recipe, that that is the frosting, but instead of using lemon you use butterscotch flavor, that, that would work. Or you could do a, uh, uh, like a big like panna cotta flan. Oh, that's really nice. And then flavor it with the butterscotch with panna cotta. That's a good idea as well. Fat to fit Gabby. I, can I still lose fat and reverse insulin resistance even if I'm not in ketosis at all, but still eat only 50 grams of total carbs and stay in a calorie deficit every day, but eat oranges, hot and popcorn too? Uh, well, the issue with insulin resistance um, is also part of the inflammation that is brought by uh, higher glucose and higher insulin. So when you have oats and oranges and popcorn, which are high in carbs and require a lot of insulin, I don't, I'm not even questioning the 50 grams, I'm not even gonna go in calorie deficit. You will lose weight that way, because you're in calorie deficit. Uh, so you, you will lose weight. Will that be fat? I'm not sure. And will it have insulin resistance? No because uh, insulin resistance comes from insulin and if you eat foods that are such high glycemic index that require a lot of insulin to process like uh, oranges oats and popcorn well no you're not you're not helping the insulin that way Keradio, i wake up a glucose at 97 but i've been eating carbs for six months now and still low sugar how do i get back into ketosis fast 97, first of all, is not low sugar. Do you think it's low sugar? It's not. It, we're talking about 5.5, 5.3. No, it's... Uh, technically, you, you should... Again, optimal we're talking about, but you should wake up with less than 5.5, so with less than 100, and optimally, ideally, in the fours. So, 80s, 90s, something like that. Um, how do I get back into it this fast? Um, with... Uh, cutting down carbs and protein to the bare minimum and having very high fat for a day or two. Cream and butter based, that usually works. Joe has excellent points that I couldn't have made better about the issue with the, the foods that uh, Gabby mentioned. But again, if it works for you and you're doing it for weight loss and not necessarily fat loss, uh, I'm not like any, even eating just uh, uh, Mars bars uh, at a thousand calories. Uh, well, technically, the Kakuyan power actually shows us that that's not the point, but I'm not here to say that. Let's assume that general knowledge counts uh, and a calorie deficit, even if it's out of Mars bars, will make you lose weight. Biologically, it's a bit problematic. It, it won't necessarily happen, like we have proven that a thousand calories with mainly carbs will still make you gain weight, actually. But, you know, 
let's take the general bigger knowledge. Uh, and then, yes, Joe has a very good point about fructose from um, what you mentioned in oranges, I think. Uh, yeah, fructose is an issue of its own because the way... Hmm? Oh, and the corn, yeah, I wasn't thinking of it, I was thinking of the popcorn just as a snack, but yeah, it's true, it's corn that way. Um, because the way that our liver processes it, it's just like the way that it processes alcohol, so it needs to process it first, because it needs to get rid of it, because it thinks it's a poison. So you know. <laughs> but the scotch paracotta sounds good though, doesn't it? I know, I know, Raven has... I mean, there's, there's a reason why I'm the face, but Raven has always been the very mindful chef behind. Like, most of our ideas have come from her. And I have a face. Huh? I have a face. You have a face and you have the rest of the body attached to it, but in terms of making the recipes, I was the face for that. And I was like, I, do, I don't deserve that, because most of the ideas were yours. And uh, to this day, when I want to have a treat, I ask her to make me dinner. <laughs> I think we have a steak dinner um, planned for tomorrow. I cannot wait. These steaks. Uh, I've got the biggest steaks uh, that I think you can get before going to a butcher. They're 400 grams sirloin steaks uh, from Sainsbury. Uh, which again, one of the few things that I was like, I need to show this in a hole. Uh, I cannot wait. Uh, like, I'm getting hungry a bit. Anyway, good, good people. It's five to seven, so we are drawing to an end. I hope that what we did here was, if not useful, at least entertaining today. Uh, if you are curious about anything, maybe you should come and join our Facebook group. Uh, we are there, Joe is there, Joe knows better than anyone about these kind of sciency thingies. And uh, um, we're always there, you can share your experience, you can ask questions. There's plenty of people that have been doing our style of keto for quite some time now. Uh, I myself have done it for almost four years. I started this style of keto at the end of 2018 because at that point, uh, after five years, calorie deficit had failed me. So that's why I, I had to find an alternative route. And guess what? I found it. Um, but uh, yeah, if, if you have wonderings uh, and questions about what we do, that's a good place to start. Uh, uh, if you haven't asked me the question, this is the time. And otherwise, you know that this will be uh, available in perpetuity to watch. And at some point during the next week, uh, the audio will be uploaded so that you can check it in the podcast on Spotify. Like, you can hear to us, uh, talk to your ears uh, when you go around for a walk, uh, when you're on the bus, uh, when you decide that it's time to... to, to like I do wash the dishes and then have something in the background uh, I guess that's why I realized it was useful to put this stuff because uh, we had the podcast once and I was sorry that I couldn't bring more stuff to that but then I realized oh a lot of people um, mentioned oh I like to just hear it in the background but on YouTube uh, it's a video it takes a lot of uh, um, download space and instead as a podcast just audio you can hear us anywhere and in fairness, you're just not seeing me being ridiculous, but the good, useful stuff you hear. So, there you go. It's gonna be there. 
Uh, da -da -da -da. My blood tests were very good, a little protein in my urine 4.2 and my cholesterol went a little high 5.8. Total, what do you think about it? Uh, total cholesterol means nothing. Like if you have values for triglycerides, LDL and HDL, I can... Well, it's, it's, it's not me, like there are the calculators around that can tell you how good that ratio is. Uh, both Raven and I at different times have been cold because our total cholesterol went over 5, so... <gasps> Arteriosclerosis, uh, uh, and then actually you look at the numbers, and that was because our HDL was so high. Total cholesterol is the uh, sum of HDL, LDL, and triglycerides. Triglycerides you want low, as low as possible. LDL depends. If you don't have inflammation, it's not a problem actually to have it higher. It just means that you eat high fat, and so the LDL needs to transport the fat around. HDL is actually protective against heart disease, so the higher the better. People can only dream of having it really high, but on keto you can get it quite high and because they all get summed together to get the total cholesterol, you might have very high HDL, which is amazing and everybody wants, but it can raise your total cholesterol because of that. So that's why total cholesterol per se is not useful. I also don't know that value in HDL. Why do I know HDL in another value? Why do I know it in 60s? I think it's the same issue. Um, my GP didn't know how to split the cholesterol, she said only my HDL was 1.2. The HDL, the higher the better. Triglyceride, you could get almost to zero on keto. I am under the range, like I am not uh, relevant for the range. I think the range uh, needs to be uh, less than 2 in general, but between 1 and 2, and I'm 0 0.3. Like I cannot be measured on triglycerides. Uh, oh really? Joe, I think, interesting. Joe mentions that uh, triglycerides are extra. Total cholesterol is LDL, HDL and non-LDL. So very low DL. We don't have it split like that. I wish we had very low LDL here, but we don't. Like our, our total, like even in the calculator that I, that I put to calculate the HDL to triglyceride ratio, the total it would give me with those three, so I wonder if having different units maybe makes that different as well. Um, I don't remember mine, I need to find them. But I, it, was, it was stupid good, like the other um, week I was asked about cholesterol and I'm always glad to talk about it because last time that I did them, like they, they've always got better and better since keto. Last time it was just like, my GP wanted to talk to me, it was like, it doesn't, I think we need to redo them because it doesn't make sense that your triglycerides are basically not there. And I was like, yeah, I know. Um, care. I'm gonna answer these and then I'll close. I do know where to learn more about ketone vaping. Uh, Elliot, the keto kitchen that is literally up there you can click on his name there, the Keto Kitchen, has a beautiful, perfect video about that. At some point I considered doing one, but then Elio made his and I was like, uh-uh, this, this is as good as it can get. Elliot has all the information you want, so care if you click on the Keto Kitchen, Elliot, you will go to his channel and he has a video on keto and vaping that covers everything you want to know. I think 55, Joe, you have it in another unit then, I want to think. <laughs> yeah, I don't, 
why do we have to be so special in this island? I always feel like I can't compare myself to the world. Anyway, beautiful people, thank you so much for keeping us company for this entire hour on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. I hope that what we did here was useful, if not useful, entertaining. And I will see you on Friday with a new haul from Sainsbury. Everything from scratch. The cheese, uh, the cream cheese, uh, and the condiments, uh, and the, 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 the cured meats, and the snacks that you can carry in your bag and eat directly that are completely keto. All that stuff gonna come on Friday. I'm gonna do the Medichecks and I'm gonna keep you updated on that. If you order Medichecks and use our link, thank you so much. Uh, if you decide that what we do is useful, there's PayPal, thank you. There's Patreon, even more thank yous. Thank you to uh, Simona who donated on the super chat, that's really appreciated. And uh, I will see you on the Facebook group and on the page, and I will see you soon. Wow! Yes, we just got speeding.